Hello and welcome back to the Whole Nothing Back podcast. It has been a really long time, um, but shout out to Cassidy for um, getting me to do this new episode because I do love recording the podcast. It just takes a bit of time and I've just been you know, really busy, um, but I'm excited to get this episode out. And this is going to be all about pre and post-workout nutrition. Um, this is something that I think is often neglected, especially by me, because I often just assume that people magically know what to eat pre and post-workout. But it's one of those basic foundational things that can kind of set you apart from someone who doesn't recover well from their workouts and doesn't have a lot of energy for their workouts and someone who does recover well and has a lot of energy during their training and they actually enjoy their training because, you know, they're getting a good pump, good blood flow, all of that. Um, so let's just jump right into it and let's start with pre-workout nutrition. Um, now the goal with pre-workout nutrition is going to be to give your body enough fuel to support your workout and to start the recovery process before you even start training. So the recommendations that I'm going to give you are going to be to have enough energy for your training, like I was just saying, and to also start that recovery process, the muscle protein synthesis, um, and the glycogen replenishment before you even begin your training session. Um, and actually something too, I mean, the recommendations that I'm going to give are pretty much tailored to like strength training, like more bodybuilding, high intensity type of stuff. Um, so if you're like a runner, a long distance runner, these recommendations may be a little bit different. Um, so I just wanted to preface that, but yeah, so that is the goal of the pre-workout nutrition. Now, in terms of timing, this is going to be a little bit <clears throat> different for everyone because if you're eating, like if you wake up, let's say you have a, you go to the gym before um, you go to work, you wake up at like 5 a.m., you want to get to the gym by 6, well, you're not going to be able to, like you don't want to wake up at 4 a.m. just so that you can fit in a really big meal before training, obviously. Um, so it's going to be a little bit different for when you're training in the day, but let's first start with like, let's say that you're eating 45 to 30 minutes before your training session, you're going to want to eat something small in the morning. Now, Actually, I, I should, before I even get into that, first of all, you don't want to fast. Um, a lot of people that I talk to that train in the morning, they just say that they fast. Um, but that's not going to be a good idea unless you're doing something like fasted cardio or something low intensity um, because you need that energy to have a good training session. Um, and also, like, you know, liver glycogen is going to be depleted from the night before. Um, so you want to make sure that you're replenishing that glycogen, which is basically like, you know, blood sugars, and that's going to give you that energy for your training. And it's also going to, um, like I said before, kind of start that recovery process. So actually, hopefully this makes sense. Um, I just realized that I kind of talked in a circle, but, um, oh yeah. So if you are training early in the morning, um, make sure that you're getting something in your stomach. So this could be something fast digesting, like a protein shake with a banana, maybe a little bit of peanut butter and some salt in there. Um, or it can be something like just a protein shake with, um, you know, maybe like a card powder, which I'll get into in a second. Um, so something very fast digesting like that. You don't want to have a whole lot of fiber, not a whole lot of fat, because um, that's going to be heavier on your stomach and take longer to process. Um, now, if you're eating later in the day, let's say you're going at 5 p.m. after work, you're probably going to want to have a big meal about, mm, I would say no longer than four hours prior to training, but somewhere around like, you know, 60 to 90 minutes or maybe even two hours would be ideal. So if you're eating something like, uh, or if you're eating at that um, time period before your training, you can have something bigger and you can have something a little bit slower digesting. So that could be something like, you know, rice and like chicken and like avocado, or, um, you know, you can have a, 
sweet potato with like maybe salmon or something. So things with more fiber um, and a lower glycemic index you can have if you're um, eating a lot before or eating like a long time prior to your training. I cannot talk today. Um, I need to get used to this podcasting again. Um, but yeah, so those are going to be the differences there. Um, but either way, you're going to need carbs and protein and maybe even a little bit of fat before your training. So the reason for carbs is going to be that you need that glycogen or those blood sugars for fuel, especially for the higher intensity training. For, so for things like HIT or if you're doing a lot of heavy compound lifting, that's where you're really going to need those carbs to fuel your workout. Um, I mean, if the workout is long as well, you can also sip on something like an intracarb, which is usually like a carb powder. So I don't know if actually you see people like having like gummy bears or if you bring a banana to their training session, but basically that is like an intra workout carb. So that's something that you're going to eat around the middle of your workout or at the right beginning of your workout. Um, and you want that to be fast digesting and that's going to help you, um, have more energy for longer during your session. So if you're a beginner and you're doing like four exercises per workout um, and you're in and out in like 45 minutes, I wouldn't say to ingest a intra workout. But if you're a more advanced athlete or you're a power lifter and you're in the gym for an hour to like 90 minutes, that's when you may want to look into a carb powder. Um, so I don't know if I mentioned it, but the one that I use is NutriBio Super Carb. Um, they get the unflavored one. So I like that for my more advanced athletes. Um, and then you're also going to want to get protein, especially, especially if you were fasting the night before. Um, this is going to stimulate muscle protein synthesis to start the uh, recovery process. So like I was saying before, you want to start that process before you're even starting training. So um, muscle protein synthesis is like kind of like the inverse of muscle protein breakdown. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that you're getting that in so that you're recovering properly from your training sessions. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it in terms of pre-workout nutrition. Um, and then I'm going to get into more of the details for post-workout nutrition, because honestly, pre-workout nutrition is pretty basic. Um, as long as you're getting a protein and a carb before your workout and you don't feel super sluggish or bloated from the meal that you're ingesting, um, that's pretty much all I'm looking for with my athletes. Um, but post-workout, we get a little bit more fancy. So we will get into that now. Okay. So for post-workout nutrition, I mean, the goal of this is to replenish glycogen and to start muscle protein synthesis. So again, we need glycogen to repair the muscle that was damaged during training, as well as we need protein to start the muscle protein synthesis and to inhibit muscle protein breakdown. Um, because I don't know if you knew, but when you're training, I mean, it's not like you're just like gaining muscle with every kind of like lift that you're doing, what's happening is you're breaking down muscle and then the muscle has to repair and it's going to repair stronger and usually larger depending on the training that you're doing. So, um, yeah, so that's going to be the goal of post-workout nutrition. Um, and so now you want to make sure that you're getting a protein, a carb, and now we're also going to introduce fat for this meal. So with protein, I mean, the fastest digesting protein that you can get is going to be a hydrolyzed whey protein. So you can find this at like Legion Athletics or like Isopure has one. Um, so I mean, you don't have to be, you don't have to eat the a protein shake if you don't like it. But that is going to be something that's very fast digesting and it's going to be absorbed quickly into your body. Um, but the thing is, is like some people can't tolerate whey um, or they just don't like it, like I had said. So if you can't have the um, whey, then you can always do eggs or beef. Those are also very fast digesting proteins. 
Um, but you definitely want to get that in there for the muscle protein synthesis. Um, and how much protein you ingest is going to depend on like your body weight and also the amount of muscle mass that you have. But I would say a good recommendation is between 0.15 to 0.25 grams per pound of body weight. Um, so for me, if I were to do the math, I weigh about 135 pounds right now. Um, if I did that correctly, it would be about 20 to 33 grams of protein that I would have in my post-workout meal. Um, if you have a little bit more, that's fine. But I would say like, I know I'm pretty small, so not a lot of people are smaller than me. So I would say at least 20 grams of protein in your post-workout meal is going to be ideal. Um, and then in terms of carbs, so you're going to want fast, a mix of fast and slow digesting carbs. So the reason why we want fast digesting carbs though, is because post-workout is going to be when we're the most insulin sensitive. And what I mean by that is that your blood sugars are going to be most likely to get shuttled into your muscle rather than stored in your liver or in your fat cells. So this is a really good time. Like if you have a craving for something like maybe like a rice crispy tree or cereal, I mean, Post-workout is going to be the best time to do that. Um, so you can have those types of carbs post-workout. Um, and also, like, you know, things like brown rice might be fine um, or jasmine rice, um, potatoes. Those things are good. Um, and a good rule of thumb with the carb intake, again, this is going to kind of be different for everyone depending on their body weight and the amount of calories they're eating. But a good rule of thumb is between 0.5 to 0.7 grams per pound of body weight um, to ingest um, post-workout for carbs. So for me, that would be between 65 and 95 grams of carbs. But yeah, I mean, that's all going to depend on your goals. I mean, I've had periods where I do go to about like 90 grams of carbs post-workout, which is a lot. Um, but like if I'm cutting, you know, maybe I'll do like 50 grams of carbs post-workout, but I will note that no matter what, I mean, it's, again, it's going to be a really good idea to get majority of your carbs in post-workout. Um, and then in terms of fat, so you don't want to go too, too heavy with fats. Um, I would say, I mean, if you're working out later in the day, maybe you want to have a little bit higher fat because that's going to keep you fuller for longer. Maybe even if that's your last meal of the day, um, your post-workout meal, maybe you do want to have more fat, but you typically don't want to have too many fats between or like pre and post-workout because they are slower digesting, digesting, and they're going to slow the absorption of, you know, the nutrient absorption. So you do want a little bit of fat though. So like something that I do is I will often cook in olive oil um, for my post-workout meal to add a little bit of fat, or I'll just have something like beef, like red meat, which also has some fat in it, or something like salmon, again, has fat naturally. Um, so you want a little bit of fat in that post-workout meal. Um, and yeah, so I would say like, you know, good ideas to eat post-workout so maybe things like grilled chicken, you know, rice, maybe fajita veggies and avocados or, um, you know, like a protein shake and a sweet potato with coconut oil or something like eggs, oatmeal and blueberries. So those are really good examples of post-workout meals. Um, and when you want this post-workout meal is also kind of going to depend. Um, there's like research in the past that you had to, I think it was like eat within like 45 minutes of your training session, which is ridiculous um, because the thing is, is. I've talked about in my digestive um, podcast before, but you don't want to be eating when you're in a sympathetic state or that fight or flight state. You want to eat your food when you're more relaxed and you're going to be more prone to actually digesting that food because your body's not focused on go, go, go. It's focused on the um, digestive processes. So 
you're going to want to wait until you're in a more calm and parasympathetic state. So for me, I know I get really amped up after training and I don't even get hungry until about an hour after training because my body is just not relaxed. Um, so I would say, you know, wait, it's going to depend on everyone, but waiting between 60 to 90 minutes to have your post-workout is typically a good idea. Um, but again, that's going to be different for everyone. Um, so yeah, uh, I think that's pretty much it in terms of what I wanted to talk about. So just to recap, I mean, for both pre and post workout, you're going to want to have protein and carbs. Um, but if you're eating early in the morning, you know, you want something very fast digesting because you're not going to have a whole lot of time to digest that food before you're training. You don't want to have like almost like a rock in your stomach. Um, and then also you want to make sure that, um, okay, I'm like really struggling here in this podcast. I'm trying to finish it up. Um, as I was saying, you also want to make sure that you're eating majority of your carbs um, post-workout because that's when you're going to be the most insulin sensitive. But I'm just going to cut it here before I make this podcast um, more of a mess than it already is. But I hope that this was helpful. Um, if you guys have more suggestions for podcast ideas, let me know. Um, and if you wanted to um, get a um, or enter for the chance to get a free month of coaching, make sure to leave a review. Once I get 50 reviews, I will be giving away a free month of coaching. So that'll be pretty cool. Um, but thanks for bearing with me. Again, if you have any suggestions, let me know, and I will catch you on the next episode.